Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 318. Today is Monday, October 9th, 2023. Um, I just want to say right out of the gate, um, you know, uh, I know that this stuff with Israel is weighing heavy on all of us. Um, I know I've been praying a lot. Um, anybody who's Israeli, I know that we're praying for you guys. Um, on Friday, we are going to be having Chris Keel back on, um, Johnny Enloe's son-in-law. Um, and he's going to be joined by a friend of his who is actually Israeli. Um, Chris, as many of you are well aware, he spent several years in Israel. He has a huge heart for that nation. Um, but he's also going to be joined by an Israeli as well. And we're going to be talking a lot about that. So even though a lot of our other shows this week are going to be kind of regular, regular scheduled programming, on Friday, we move some stuff around, so we're going to be talking about it more in depth on Friday. Uh, so be looking forward to that, you guys. It's going to be a great time. Um, hopefully bring some hope, um, but also some clarity as to why some of this is happening for those who are just like, man, what is going on? So um, look look for that on Friday. And if you're listening on Spotify, follow the Elijah Fire podcast on Spotify, rate it, all that good stuff that it helps boost us, get us out there to more listening ears and it's working you guys uh every single time i get a weekly report uh there's always more more people listening so thank you to everybody listening on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts and beyond we love you guys appreciate you guys also guys anytime you donate to elijahstreams.com slash donate um that keeps this thing afloat uh and allows us to do what we do and bring on guests five days a week uh but also we um we take that money, we take some of that money, we put it into our water well efforts. So we're going to play a quick video and then we are going to get going. In the midst of Rose and her friend Kamiati's joyous celebration of the drilling of a new water well, a painful memory from Rose's past comes to mind. Both Justine, Rose's daughter, and Amina, Kamiati's daughter, would routinely get up early in the morning in order to make the trek to the closest water source. As the girls were collecting water one morning, Justine ventured too far into the deeper water and tragically drowned. It's been seven years since Justine's untimely passing. There hasn't been any other options for water, but that's all changing. The prayers of Rose and her friends for a pure, clean water source have been answered and they are overwhelmed by God's goodness. This new water well is the result of the generosity shown by you our Elijah Streams partners. The difficult journey to the polluted water source for Rose and her neighbors is almost at an end. And it's because of you. Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. All right, so my guests today, I love chatting with. They're fantastic. Fantastic women. Uh, they're prophetic voices. They're also leaders of Rise and Set Ministries. Let's give it up for our guests today, Shannon Dombrowski and Abby Duplaga. Hey. Hey. What's up? Welcome. Welcome back to Elijah Fire, both of you guys. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, Abby had something very exciting happen over the weekend. And today, specifically, what what is what's happening today <gasps> what is that this is my newest book is that book four of ambitious abby it is it's book four 
Yeah. Um, released today. So excited. Um, I, I was telling them, I think this is my favorite one yet. Really? Just, they just keep getting cuter. I mean, the yeah. illustrations are adorable. This book teaches kids the character trait of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And it uses a relatable story of getting a room organized, you know, teaching kids to steward and take care of the things that they have. Mm -hmm. So love it. Okay. So everybody we'll talk about it again at the end, but a link is in the description right now. I just checked. Uh, so you can go buy that right now because they're selling like hotcakes. All and right. So green. <laughs> and it's green. The spine is green. And I wore my green. <laughs> Yay. I did not. I Shannon, you and I dropped the ball. We should have oh, won. We yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we I know Jeff's always into the rainbow, like the, the whole like effect I'm doing here. So yeah, it's cool. It. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So everybody do that. If you don't see it in the description, just wait until the end and hit refresh. The link is in the, uh, the description. I just checked. I know it's there. Way to go, Nash and Michael, if you help. Uh, so, all right, guys, we we're calling this, are you surrendered? That's kind of the title. I kind of glanced through your notes, but why don't you go just kick it off, share what's on your heart to, and then we'll just, we'll do what we do <laughs> and go. Help okay, us, Jesus. Goes. We Help hope us. this comes out. Right yeah, now. there's there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, so building up when we got asked on the show, we're both like, I, you know, we just felt like we had nothing. Mm -hmm. It was like, we got nothing, we got nothing. And Abby messaged me one day. Go ahead. I messaged her and I was like, <laughs> Shannon, I think I'm going to message him back and just say, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't have anything to do. And I'm like, no, you're no, not. No, you do. You, you do. <laughs> and so I was like, listen, I said, this is what the Lord is talking to me about. He's talking to me about the flesh. He's talking to me about how we are not surrendering in the flesh. And um, she had yeah. just put a word out. She's like, I got nothing. And I'm like, she puts a word out about idol worship and the things, you know, not laying those things down. And then God, it's a really funny, but weird story. But we, in my family, it all started because we were dealing with hand, foot and mouth. <laughs> so, oh, is, okay. Yeah, that is legit how this started. So there's this place where God will talk to me prophetically through through creation, through things that are right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. And so it came through with my son first. He had it, then my husband, then my daughter. And I'm like, Lord, I started praying. I was like, Lord, am I going to get this thing? And I really felt in my spirit like, I'm not getting this. I'm not going to get it. Mm -hmm. Well, it, I end up getting it. But here was the cool part. All four of us got it in different areas. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So this was, this is what it was. So in, in, in all of it, God was talking to me about the church. It was more about the church body. And so even though our, our family was dealing with it, so with my son, he had it mostly on his hands, serving the kingdom of heaven. Then my husband, it was mostly on his feet. So it was his kingdom walk. Yeah. And then with my daughter, it was her mouth, her whole face and her mouth speech. What are you speaking? What is coming mm. out? And for myself, it was my throat and I like diaper rash basically. And so yeah. it was like, Right. So intimacy wow. praise. So there was this point where I was like, okay, I was throwing a hissy fit is what I was doing. I was throwing a hissy fit. As we do. Uh... <laughs> oh, Jeff, it was so bad. Not I was alone. weeping and crying. I mean, like the hiccup, ugly cry. Okay. Yeah. 25 minutes underneath my tree. Yeah. And I have this, I have this hammock that I sit in underneath a tree that's in my side yard. Sweet. So I'm out there. I'm bawling. I'm, you know, crying to the Lord. I'm like, God, I don't understand. Like you said that I was not going to get this. So I am not 
understanding what you're saying. And so I'm going through this for about 25 minutes, get a text from Jen. And she's like, hey, I feel like I'm supposed to come over and lay my hands on you. And so I was like, okay. You know, I was like, well, I'm crying underneath my tree, you know, so come on over if you want to come over. And um, so in the meantime, I know. I can see this. You're this like a is, hot mess. And I'm Listen, like, oh. Yeah. So dude, I, this, yeah. And my life can be very comical at points. And it's all <laughs> oh God. I laugh. I cry first and then I laugh later because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're so good. You're just mm-hmm. so good. So I end up like leaving the tree for a second. And I had noticed that I, it was on my belly. You know, I was like, oh gosh. Long story short, I come back out. I'm having more of a fit with the Lord. And I said, Lord, I don't understand. Like, I don't get what you're trying to say to me. And I said, I just talk to me. What is this about? Why did I get it? He goes, you did it. And I just like, it stopped me in my tracks. And then he reminded me about my torso. And he said, this is about the body of Christ. They're not listening. They're not grabbing a hold of what I'm asking of them in this season. They are putting many things before me. They say that they serve me, but they're not serving me. They say that they're walking with me, but they're not walking with me. They say, you know, they speak my name out of their mouth. They're saying things that sound right out of their mouth, but they're far from me. And then he said, my people are no longer praising me and they forgot to be intimate with me. And so in using my family to have, you know, what had happened, um, God spoke a whole prophetic word about the body of Christ Wow! and how our weapons of warfare are not carnal, mm-hmm. but they are mighty through God for pulling down a strongholds. But we, as the body of Christ have to pick up the clue phone first. Well, and even the fact that you notice that it, you know, the, the rash had spread to your belly that people say like the spirit, your spirit man lives in your belly, you know, and, and even that is symbolic too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, wow. And it was so beautiful in that way. And what was amazing when Jen came over, she said, you know, we're going to pray. They ended up praying. This was on, this was Thursday night. Rosh Hashanah was the next day. And so there I was laying in my hammock with, you know, my two girlfriends, their hands on me. And I'm crying out for the body of Christ. I'm crying out for the church to pick up the phone. That was six o'clock on Thursday. And by six o'clock on Friday, sundown on Rosh Hashanah, I was healed Mm. just by like, listening to the word of the Lord and really crying out to him and, and, you know, prophesying his word and praying and repenting that repentance breaks it. It breaks Mm -hmm. it. And God showed me in the physical by doing this, by laying in that hammock, by allowing his two beloved women to come over, lay their hands on me. And for me to just lay there and say, God, just say what you need to say. And just at churches, church leaders going after, after the leadership, um, and, and the move of the body of Christ, he, he said, it's like this, I can heal it that fast. I can heal it that fast, mm. but it's up to us to be in that place where we will, um, be surrendered to him and what he wants. Yeah. So that's how this whole thing kind of came. Well, and it's interesting because I'm reminded of a story, um, that I was, I, um, there's this guy in YWAM who, um, his name is Danny Lehman, big worship guy in YWAM. And, and he came, we had him speak in one of the schools we were doing at the time. And he told this story about how God, God is going to use any, any instance. Cause I know there may be some people that look at like, but you got sick and like, God used that. Like what, you know, and, and that's hard for some people to accept. Maybe right. feel like you're reading too much into it. But to me, it's always a reinforcing of 
God is constantly speaking to us and he's speaking to us in, in very unconventional means often. And we see this, that point emphasized in the Bible. Okay. God using constantly using, you know, unconventional means, but anyways, mm -hmm. this guy, Danny, he's talking about how him and I think they had like two kids, a son and a daughter. It doesn't matter. Like we'll just say two kids. Cause I can't remember how many it was. And him and his wife, and they they used to live in Hawaii, and they felt like they were supposed to move up to, I think it was like Seattle, Washington, okay? So they went from a more tropical environment to a more cold and rainy environment. And as a result, his son got an ear infection, and it just wouldn't go away. And they were like, man, what is going on? And um, it was causing a lot of stress in their lives. And so eventually they were like, you know, they prayed over him, all this stuff, and he wasn't getting healed. And so then they're like, okay, we got to take him to the doctor. And then the doctor, upon inspecting his ear, found a bone growth in his ear, okay? And he said, if we had not found this now, your son would have gone deaf wow. permanently. And so he said, because we found it when we did, we can operate on it and we can fix that problem. And he said, if we hadn't listened to the Lord and moved to Seattle, my son would not have gotten sick with an ear infection. And we may never have known about this bone growth in his ear. And it really shifted my perspective on the whole, you know, we get sick and we go, God, why? Right. And uh, when I got COVID, um, I kind of carried, I guess, this mentality, maybe on a more subconscious level, but the fruit that, that, that I yielded as a result of going through COVID mm -hmm. actually brought a lot of breakthrough and freedom to other people in different ways. Just me sharing about revelations I had during that process and, uh, there's a young girl that was watching her, her grandma was watching and, and, uh, she had her watch and she got delivered of fear that was like keeping her up at night, like all this crazy, crazy stuff. So again, to reinforce everything that you were talking about, Shannon mm -hmm. is like shifting our perspective on even the God, why moments yes. in our mm -hmm. lives, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. When I was out there, it was, you know, you get to this place sometimes where you just feel like you're in this pressure cooker, right? Mm -hmm. And that was kind of how I was feeling. And, you know, the whole family was getting sick and it just yeah. seemed like it was one arrow yeah. after another. Not you know? fun. Not fun. And so here you are in this pressure cooker and I'm outside out there and I'm literally crying. And I, you know, I'm just going, why? I don't understand. You know, we're, we're serving you faithfully, you know, going through all of that. And he reminded me of Job and Job is how God arrested me back in 2011. That was the book. And I sat there and I remember sitting there going, I know I wasn't there when you formed the foundations of the earth. And I know you weren't there when you drew a line in the sand where the waves would stop. And, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, but you do get to that point where you, you are questioning and you are asking why, when you feel the pressure cooker. and then day after day after day, I'm ministering with people. I'm getting texts, I'm getting phone calls. And there are people in the same pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. There are people in this same place needing to crucify their flesh. Yeah. For myself, it was, are you going to wallow and believe that, you know, or it, are you going to wallow and stay there? Or are you going to believe that I can heal you? Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you need to seek me out, search me deeper. There's no intimacy here. You're just yelling out. You're yelling out. You didn't really sit in my presence. You didn't get to that point. So it was like this place of conviction, you know, as well and correction by the Lord as I was in this pressure cooker moment. And then to believe that I would be healed. And then 24 hours later, bang, there it was. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And if, and 
that's like a whole personal thing with me and infirmity. That's a whole, that's a whole thing. So it was something that built my faith. Mm -hmm. So in my moment of crying out in this pressure cooker, having this fleshly thing happen, God dealt with something that was an unbelief in my spirit that I hadn't fully surrendered to him. So he had dealt with all of that at the same time. And as I'm ministering to people, it is one person after another. I don't want to go through this anymore. I don't understand why I'm still facing it. Am I not doing all of the right things? I'm reading, I'm praying, I'm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm, just like Job was doing, you know, just in this chapter. It's like Job saying, well, I'm doing. I can't take one more message. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> my blowing up. And it was, I, I love it. Like I love yeah. to minister and be with people, but it was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, it is one person after another. My phone is nonstop right now. And so as I'm loving all of these people, God is teaching me in the same thing and ministering to them. It's like, okay, do you believe that? For me, it was infirmity. Do you believe that I can heal you? Well, yes. Do you really? Well, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say like, oh, yeah. you're like, well, why wouldn't I? But I'm like, yeah. let's be real. You know, I'm like. Well, I think that's important too is like, even in the like even areas that you've like seen people get healed in like mm-hmm. you can still be tried and maybe you're like well i know god i think the big dilemma too is like god i know one of the big areas for me was god i know you can heal but i don't think you want to heal me and that's a big one like mm-hmm. that's that's a big one um, because we can believe that God wants things for other people, but then even on a subconscious level or how we conduct ourselves with the Lord, I, I've had revelations where I'm like, God, but I'm just re- realizing that, like, I don't think you can do this for me, you know? Absolutely. That's a it's so, that's so true. And that for myself in that realm of infirmity, you know, cause it was something that was spoken over me my whole life. And I just remember coming into agreement with it. Um, Elijah, uh, the uh, last Elijah list conference back in, was it 2019, 2020, 2020, 2020, early 2020, pre COVID. Yes. Pre COVID. So like running to the front, you know, and it was like back issues that I was just always running to the front and running to the front. And when I got home, I'll never forget when I got home, God was like, this isn't about your back. He said, this is about your foundation. And so that was like one of the first places where I realized that God will deal with you first. Do you know what I mean? There's a place of belief and a place um, where you have to surrender. Hang on. So you were having back issues during that time. Yes. And God had you lay hands on my wife Uh and heal her back issues. Right. Right. Exactly. Man. Kind of like reminds me of the chosen that in that little. Oh, yes. That little James, little James, like mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not healed, and you want me to go heal people? Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I totally believe for Lauren's healing. Yeah, hundred percent believed it. But for yeah. myself, because I'm the one getting out of bed every day, and it was hurting every day. Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get why this is happening. You know, and you go and you believe to that moment. But, you know, I was like that Burger King, have it your way. You know, I'm like, it was just almost like going to the front, like I'm going through a drive through to get, you know, a Whopper. And God is like, no, it's not that fast. You just can't have it your way. And this isn't about that type of meat. It's about me being the meat, you know, and my, so my foundation was off and God had to deal with me, you know, in that. 
And so with my personal walk, that's kind of what it's been, you know, with the fleshly thing. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, Job was one of the first books God ever dealt with me with. He's like, you got a lot of flesh issues, girl. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> we, need, we need to be, we need to be uh, uh, dealing with those things. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Yeah. 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 I think we love the idea of like, you know, a more comforting, uh, you know, it's interesting though, because even when I get rebuked by the Lord, there's a sorrow that comes with that. Sure. But it's different than condemnation. It's, it's like this, it's weird. It's like the only way I know how to describe it is it's firm, but gentle, like a firm rebuke sometimes, but also gentle in that, like, I feel his love for me. You know, and that's why he's telling us these things. So, Abby, and it's like um, sorrow because you feel like you let him down. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to disappoint him, right? Something, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, Abby, obviously, like Shannon has her perspective on this, but I'm curious if you know the Lord has kind of revealed to you this as well, because I know for you there has been a a big process of surrender, a big process of walking this stuff out and that's opened up doors like ambitious Abby, but you still have to live a posture of surrender when mm-hmm. you're walking with the Lord. So I'm just curious. I want to hear your thoughts on that. You know, and um, to be honest this week, when I messaged her, I was like, I'm just not in a good place to go mm-hmm. on there. I don't have anything to give because I was in such a fight myself mm-hmm. that I was like, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to say anything. And then God like broke through, praise God till today. But, but to be honest, like when you are walking completely surrendered, I am living by the spirit. I have no idea what's coming next. Mm -hmm. I'm living in a total place of, I trust you, God. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's like, it's hard because he shows you things, but your timing and his timing is totally off. So it's been a process of learning all of that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just seeing his faithfulness in the walk, you know, I see that things are happening and things are moving and there's forward movement, but there's that flesh aspect of reconciliation of what you've seen Mm -hmm. and what's not seemingly happening. Oh yeah. And so you get into this place where you're frustrated and then that sorrow comes because then God shows up with some kind of blessing or surprise or or something or revelation. And then you're like, I'm so sorry. Like, but you're like going off, like, God, I don't understand. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and like, and then it's like the enemy gets a foothold, just like one thought. And then you go in this tailspin or something like, and he has a field day with your thoughts. And what I was seeing is that I was walking, you know, just close with the Lord, just so like completely (laughs) aligned, you know, in this good space. And if he can't, if the enemy can't get you, he then goes for the circle that's nearest you and around you. And if he can't get them, he goes Mm -hmm. in the people around them Mm -hmm. to try to put pressure on you from different sides and create like kind of like a a storm. And that's Mm -hmm. what was happening um, two weeks ago, like, or like the last like week, yeah. You know, it started two weeks ago, but that was happening because I was, I was like feeling solid. I'm like, I'm in such a content place with the Lord. Mm-hmm. My life is great. And then all of a sudden it was like, then he's like, oh yeah. You know? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, all hell was breaking out around my yeah. life. And I was like, what in the world? But it was like, I, I feel like God was showing me like, don't ever get too confident 
like mm -hmm. too because like god was showing me like you you know there, there's there's an enemy who's prowling yes. around and you know sometimes like you have to just be you know confident in your faith and your walk but like there's a strengthening that's constantly happening like through situations and and the fruit of god is either going to come out or not when you're in that pressure cooker you know and like it was like i had moments where i was like am i going to react like i always react yep. or am i going to choose to press through step mm -hmm. back breathe see yep. this for what it is mm. and not let the enemy have a, a hold on you, you yeah. know it, it was not those situations you don't know how you're going to react you don't know if you're passing the test and you're getting yeah. that spiritual growth in that strength training in that way man i i honestly abby like i mean i definitely can relate to this and um you know i'm a very transparent guy so i'm just gonna be very <laughs> transparent with people right now but um like something that the lord convicted me of recently is you know like i talked to, i've talked about you know uh being very like fear allowing fear to creep in and all that stuff and dealing with anxiety and and i've seen a great victory but it doesn't mean that like even i think the the mis in, misunderstanding is that once you overcome something like that and especially it's like especially if it's like a big thing the enemy will try and come back in with with fears and and, and things like that and something that god really convicted me of recently was like as in like two weeks ago was showing me areas of my life that i have these i never looked at them as fears but they were or they are and you know i have a very active imagination that's something that i attribute to to god 100 but in recent years he was like you have allowed the enemy to infiltrate into your imagination and so I, what i mean by that is i have i would have these fake conversations in my head with somebody about a an outcome that will never happen mm -hmm. but i was actively engaged with my emotions in these fake conversations as i'm trying to imagine you know when i'm going to talk to somebody uh, trying to imagine something playing out and mm -hmm. um a, a certain way and and you know god really tasked me with being vigilant in in being aggressive towards these things the second i feel the temptation to grab a hold of a fake conversation and let it play out and i would even like speak out like my response their response my response their response or i'd let, play it out in my head it could be one of two ways and god really really impressed me he's like i want you to i want you to be vigilant against this because you've allowed uh, I mean, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to say about it, but it was really profound to me of like, yeah, I mean, again, like sorrow, because I was like, I've allowed, realized just how prevalent it was. Like right after you talked to me about it, another situation presented itself for me. I, I started like, I was like, wow, like I've been doing this a lot and it's brought a lot of exa emotional exhaustion as a result. Cause it's like, and so that's an area that God has really been like, Hey, I want greater surrender in this. Cause you know, a lot of people know that I, you know, really pushing into some big creative things right now. And, and there's some really, really, really cool stuff that Lauren and I want to do together that we, we're not talking about yet uh, creatively, but, um, uh, but God's like, this needs to, this needs to be dealt with. And this is a part of that process, you know? So anyways. Well, and it's interesting you mentioned fear because Jeff, one of the right. things that was happening was the enemy was in my head yeah. and he was trying to make me fearful, fearful mm -hmm. for ambitious Abby, fearful for some promises in my life. Like uh -huh. 
just and it was like it's that I caught it though, but it's that same broken record of this is never going to happen. You know, it's all these things, the same stuff. And I'm like, no, uh, uh, I know this voice. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it, but I caught it faster, which I'm happy about that, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, it it happens and you Mm -hmm. don't realize it's happening. It's sly. It Mm -hmm. creeps in out of nowhere. And then you're, then you're like down and you're depressed and disappointed mm-hmm. and you're like no i don't have any reason to be god is so faithful this is great you know right but it's our expectations too mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the thing that you have to crucify god yeah. god likes to give you hope and a vision for the future right obviously jeremiah 29 11, and there's a proverb that says you know without a vision people perish we have to have something to move forward in right but there's no there's no detailed roadmap it's such mm-hmm. a convoluted path of where and how he's working things out and you literally have to crucify your flesh to what that should look like yeah yeah and that's been the biggest process and that's going back to your original question jeff yeah. that has been the hardest part for me in surrender mm-hmm. is that i genuinely don't know what i'm walking into mm. <laughs> you know? and that's like part of it. I think, you know, I'm always grateful when the Lord gives me glimpses of what I'm stepping into, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, most of it is just fl- like mm-hmm. really just flying. I wouldn't say blind, but you know, God is privy to information. We're not. So yes. in that regard, we're flying blind, but it's a matter of just like how much, how much do you trust me? You mm-hmm. know? And that's, it's interesting how we can like, God can give us a promise. Mm-hmm. And then we like hold on to it, like, okay, it's up to me to, to it's up to me, you know. But it's like he's the one that gave you information that you weren't privy to, right. and then suddenly now you're like, okay, all right, it's up to me. And God's like, just trust me. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, but like I, I don't really want to let it go, you know. Even mm-hmm. though he's the one that gave you that promise. You know? And that's interesting you mentioned that because. In all of this, she's she's got this whole flesh situation coming yeah. about. Mm-hmm. People are messaging her. So we're seeing that there's this common pattern. Mm-hmm. This is happening in the spirit right now. Yep. And it's something God's doing like a work to yes. like get people positioned and aligned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so then um, I'm getting all this stuff on idols. Mm-hmm. And, and idolatry is a work of the flesh. And so when we idolize things, even mm-hmm. like say God gives us a promise, he's the author and finisher of our faith. He's going to do it. If he released it, spoke it over our lives, it's going to happen. Yeah. Never looks the way you think it's going to. Um, but in all of that, it's like, what was I getting ready to say? <laughs> I, oh, Lord. I was there, Lord. Holy Spirit, Lord, Holy Spirit. Come up. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. There okay. we go. So holding your promise to tightly can can become idolatry mm-hmm. like there's yeah. a difference where you're contending for something in faith right. and you're standing there but if you are trying to make something happen you're you're just like thinking about it too mm-hmm. much like to where it's completely overtaking your mind your whole devotion your thoughts right. like that is unhealthy yep. god doesn't want us to get to that place and so i feel like god was just like simmer down you need to, you need to see what you're stepping into here. Like there's a fine line. So the fear was pushing me into idolatry. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, I know exactly when I saw how it all worked together, I was like, Oh no, uh-huh. no, no enemy. You know, like it was yeah. like, 
I kind of, he like unveiled it and I could see, but it was just like, wow, I was getting stuck in a trap. I didn't even realize I was falling into. And then yeah. Yeah. I said a great comfort I have, you know, like even in the midst of, even in the midst of this, you know, like, you know, what God convicted me of a couple of weeks back, he, he was so quick to provide encouragement as yes. well. Like, yes. um, because he, he drew me to Romans chapter 12, verse two, which says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect. will. I'm like, okay, well the pattern of this world is, and in this case I was dealing with fears mm -hmm. um, that I didn't, they were like overt fears. Like I'm afraid I'm going to get sick or I'm afraid that I'm going to get in a car crash. But, but right. because I was feeding these things, those would yield themselves to other areas where I was like, Oh wow. Like I think I'm actually finding the root of <laughs> yes. how all of that anxiety happened in the first place back in 2019. I was just Come like, on. Whoa. And so then I was like, okay, how did this world? And immediately I was like, well, the, the, the sermon on the Mount, when he's Jesus mm -hmm. is talking, he, he devotes an entire passage of scripture to not worrying. And he's, right. he even says, don't worry about these things like the pagans do. He's yeah. like, because your, your father in heaven knows that you need these things. And then he goes, here's your marching orders, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Yeah. And I'm like, like, Come That's on. the amazing thing about the gospel and what Jesus did is it's like, and the fact that we're hidden with him now, it's like a lot of these problems we have mm -hmm. melt away when we're just being about his business. Yes. You know, we're we're yes. allowing ourselves to be humble yes. and, and malleable and allowing ourselves to be spoken into by other people, but more, most importantly by the Holy spirit. Yes. And it's like, all these things are going to, and so again, it's like, like not taking these promises and turning them into idols and holding mm -hmm. on to this thing. Like it's all up to me. It's all <laughs> up to me. God told me to do this and it's all up to me. I'm like, I got, I got news for you. Right. No, it's not. No, it's not. I think a lot of people, because I, I, I think, you know, there's a partnering with the promise in faith. Yes. But there's a lot of people that, that are still stuck in a works mentality yeah. where they think it's up to them to make sure they're praying every day the right things and breaking their thing. You know, it's like, I don't feel like it's that, that hard. I feel like God just keeps mm -hmm. saying, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. Like, I can change a nation in a day. Like, I can do whatever, you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm just telling you to like rest in me, mm -hmm. seek first my kingdom and I'll add things to your life in the time I need to. And right. I, and I feel like every time I go to give it up, like just say, fine, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done checking the cake. Like he gave me this um, analogy, like let the cake bake. Yeah. That's so I'm good. Like, turning the light on. I'm looking at yeah, God. This that. cake is taking 20 years to bake. <laughs> <laughs> is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, let it bake, man. Like get out of the kitchen, oh, so you know? Good. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. God, like he cracks me up with these analogies, mm -hmm. but I'm like, that is so good. I keep checking. And it's like, you know, sometimes you just really have to release that thing. But I find too, when I'm like, like mad because I'm in my feelings and like my expectations aren't met and he corrects me. Like, I'm like, fine. And I throw a temper tantrum and then he sends all this encouragement and he like, won't let me let it go. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I'm realizing I really am not in control, but he's so gracious to like still encourage and still, you know, yeah, he won't let me let it go. Cause he's awesome. 
Yeah, he it's is. right. God is good all the yeah. time. All He's the faithful, time. man. So faithful. Yeah. Shannon, what else you got? What else you got on this? Because like I well, specifically, obviously, you had this revelation, you know, the yeah. whole sickness and stuff like that. What came as a result of that? Um, sure. And they, are, were there specific areas where God was like addressing you? Um, mm-hmm. And then areas, I guess, where is it more of well, I'll let you talk and then I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll add that other part later. All right. I'm excited about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Well, I always, whenever something like this happens, I always do the inward me first, you know, so I was always the deflector, you know, prior to Jesus, I was the deflector. So Mm -hmm. one of the reverses that he's done with me is internally. Okay. Um, when I got hand, foot, mouth, where did I get it first me? Right. So let's deal with that. And so that was a place where I was like my praise and my intimacy with Christ. Because when I first came to Christ, I couldn't get enough. I was down on my knees. I was at the foot of my bed every day. You know, I'm going out in the spirit. I'm coming back with prophetic words. You know, all of these things were happening in the beginning of my walk. And then I got into ministry work. And then once I got into ministry work, then the intimacy slowly started to fade. It was like I was teaching everything that God had taught me, Mm -hmm. equipping women, you know, um, equipping men, uh, you know, in loving people and ministering and all of that, where the ministry work took over. Yeah, that that became first and foremost, you know, and now I'm in this season of, okay, no more are we meeting on this specific night. We're now in a, a season of shifting. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to look like it looked before. And now I'm going to have you go back and spend more time with your family. So now it's saying no and boundaries to other people and yes, and grabbing my family. But in all of that, um, there were other things. This is really wild. But there was, I ended up afterwards, I ended up getting poison sumac. Poison so, sumac? No the spice? Yeah. Listen, dude, I'm telling you, I was like, God, if you are not telling me that I'm struggling in my flesh right now, I don't know any calling card that's more loud than something that itches 24 seven. Right. So it was like, but here's what he, I missed her. I haven't seen her. We haven't seen each other. Like this is the first time. Oh, wow. Together. So there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so hold on. It's poison sumac, like poison oak. Is that? It's, yeah, it's like one of the three majors. So it's like ivy, oak, or sumac. I didn't and, even know that. That must be a, like a Midwest thing or something. Dude, and when the raccoon that you have been rehabbing comes back three days later, and you're excited to see him, and you pick them up, and you're like, oh yay! And then you end up with it. And you have to have steroids to get rid of it. It was like I go, okay here's another thing. Tell me. And he said, this is, this is so good. Any woman that is out there right now, and you know that you have the call of Deborah on your life. I need to speak into you right this second. This is what I got because Deborah is a mother of Zion and a mother of Zion is a mother of nations. It's a mother that mothers in many different ways. Right. And it just, it, it's a large love call, mothering love call that you have. The problem is when we feel that way, we want to hang on and hold on to things God is asking us to let go. So in this raccoon, you know, rehab, we've done this second year in a row. We've had a raccoon show up and we rehab it. So it goes back out to the wild. I love this thing. Like I love her. I don't want to let her go. Like a mother of a regular child. I'm worried if she's cold outside, you know? And so God is showing and she's me made for outside and she's made for outside. <laughs> like, this is how twisted, like my flesh, like I love so, so hard as a mom that God was showing me in so many aspects. Like you are loving your children too hard when I'm asking you to let go. You are loving the women that I brought to you 
to nurture and raise and come alongside and iron sharpen iron. You're you're mothering them too hard where they're being suffocated. They're not even able out able to be out there walking in discipleship in the way that you've discipled them because you want to hang on to them. And then here's this raccoon. And I'm like, okay. So yes, that was the part that God was dealing with me is that I am such a mom. And that was prophesied over me like years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you're a mother. And I go, I am a mom. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. Like I'm a mother. I will mother you and love you and encourage you and feed you like nobody's business. And so, but it was that part where if I mother too hard, this shift of Deborah's moving, if we're mothering too hard, how are we preparing the battle plans for the Baraks mm-hmm. that need to come up and go to battle? Yeah. You don't want to be a smother. That's right. Yeah. I, like it, yeah. I am trying to be a smother. And don't be a smother. No yeah. smother. Be a mother, not a smother. Yeah. Um, and that, that was it. So personally, Absolutely. yeah, personally, it's me. I'm thinking about Abby. How's she doing? I'm thinking about Mel, Jen, you know, all of all of the ladies that I have been able to just be with and love and encourage. And I'm just like, how's everybody doing? And, you know, and not meeting once a week like we were. That was just this place of, oh, and I'm in this. Are you going to surrender and trust me? Because there were many things I told you that you would do. That was just one small part. And so letting all of that go, me surrendering my outcome or my control on yeah. what those things are, that was huge. And I, it was an idol to me. You know, that the, the nights that we would gather were, was an idol to me. Let me make wow. sure that, you know, I have everything ready. I, what, what am I talking about? You know, what, what's going to be on the table tonight, Lord? What's, you know, blah, blah. and God is like, poof, be gone. It's done. Now we're yeah. going to add else. to that too. Like Please. when you're walking with the spirit guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a place where you like, God showed me this from the very start. Yep. You have to be um, in a place where you're able to let go. Yep. Let go at any moment of what you've been doing and what has always been done because the spirit is constantly fluid. It's moving. Mm -hmm. He's moving um, and changing. And if you get in this place where you're afraid to let go, Mm -hmm. you're going to miss the next place he's trying to move you to. So you can't get too comfortable and, well, we've always done it like this or we need to meet this way. Season shift. God works in seasons, times, changes. We, you know, we were together, built up. Now we're out, you know, and we come back and we're always there, but, but it's, it looks different now. But if we were too afraid to let it go and to listen Mm -hmm. to the Lord, we would be out of line. We wouldn't be positioned for all the things that we've all been individually doing. And so it's like, from the beginning, you have to be, a, a, you know, able to let go of jobs. You have to be able to let go of people. <laughs> yes. Pe- you know, relationships. Expectations. Expectations. It's that surrender. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that part. Like, are you surrendered? Because God's going to ask you to do, he's going to test your faith and ask you to maybe give up difficult things yep. because he has something better. But how do you know unless you mm-hmm. actually make the move? Mm-hmm. Like, the faith walk is like, um, it's into the unknown. It's risky all the time because mm-hmm. it's not risky in the fact that, you know, God always has you. Right. So you're safe in the steps you're making, but risky in the human mind because your flesh is so uncomfortable because it's full of change. Yep. It's full of transformation. It's full of, you know, yep. you know, what I love though about all this. I was just, just thinking about this is that everything we go through, say, say you're convicted about something and Maybe you're 
beating yourself up or whatever as a result of that. If anybody's listening to this, the amazing thing, and I could say this 10 out of 10 times, so long as I've surrendered control of something, God is going to use everything. Mm. And that's the amazing thing about his redemption is that everything that's why it's so that's why i think it's important to be transparent and real with people because man when you do that there is a greater level of like oh this is like that was a close shot across the bow uh right there you know um but you know even just like sharing some of the stuff i'm actively walking through right now it's just like but it brings so much freedom and comfort to other people because number one you get to see how god begins to move in other people's lives and you Mm -hmm. know you know it was not you and i think that's another reason of like man that was amazing god and and um yeah it was like like illumination i did uh episode 300 we were just hanging out talking and it was a lot of fun and i someone asked me about my experience with like uh post uh, um progressive christianity and like that was something that i had flirted with you know like 10 years ago or so and and I was just kind of sharing about one of the darkest times of my life. Mm-hmm. And someone wrote and they were like, that was the part that spoke to me the most. And I just, man, I just like cried. I was like, even the garbage, God, like even the garbage that I look at, and I'm like, let's just get that out of the way. Let's never mm-hmm. talk about that again. Even that he used to speak to, to people, you know, and I'm just like, and so I think that's like, that's something that I, I love is like, I know that anything I'm going through. Mm-hmm. God is going to use it for his glory. He's going to use it to draw people to him. And that's why I think it's important to be transparent and have the courage to be transparent and just surrender. Because then you're totally surrendering. Like people are going to maybe act in their flesh and judge me because of something I I used to do or something I said Mm -hmm. or whatever. But ultimately, I know that God is going to use this for his glory. You know, so. And people are. We're all walking this walk, this journey of transformation. And if we don't ever relay what it's really like, Mm -hmm. what the everyday journey is Mm -hmm. on the narrow path with the Lord, like Mm -hmm. you, a person could be going through a season of pruning and transformation and be like, like, dude, is this like even normal? Like what's going on? And it's like, look, we have like pruning and struggles as we continue to walk, but God shows us his strength and he shows us his character in so many of these situations. He shows us how much we're growing. Um, You know, and and you had a good point. Like you want to hold on. The flesh Mm -hmm. wants to hold on and control the spirit saying, let go, surrender. Mm -hmm. And it's not until we do that, that we can it's actually more fun to let go because then you actually see God move. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, you know, like, but it's like, Oh, everything in us doesn't Mm -hmm. want to do that sometimes, but that's where you see God. And that's the fun part about it. I think that's so good in in what she's saying. Cause when you do like, okay, so she's crying, I'm crying, right. We're having these moments. We're like, "Ah!" but then when you let go and you know that he comes in, you start giggling, Mm -hmm. you know, you start going, okay, I know that was bad. Like, I, I know I was throwing a fit there, but yeah. you're so faithful. I'm like, but like, I got over it faster this yeah. time, right? Fast. Totally, totally. Yeah, fast. you're like, didn't I do so good, God? <laughs> yeah, it was, you're so good. She, because I, I, when she sent me the message, yeah. I sent them, I was like, remember when this happens. Yeah. This is like the calling card that, you know, the Lord is trying to tell you, like, yo, Ab, pick up the clue phone. This is what happens when. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just like a reminder of that. But, it, and then you start laughing, going, okay, we got this, we're good. 
bro, right? Because he's, you know, we're sitting in him. He took care of it. And we're like, okay, tears are over. Now I'm, the anger's over. All apologies have been made and moving on. You know, joy is right. back, right? Yeah. Because you understand that surrender process. Even when you do feel the pressure cooker and you're under it, you feel it. But then coming into that saving relationship with the Lord and really surrendering step by step, stage by stage, season by season. She mm-hmm. talked about season earlier, you know, like we were in Rosh Hashanah, right. And we were into, um, you know, the feast of tabernacles into the tents. And it was, so we're in this great holy time, right. Where, um, you know, it's been prophesied that doors will open. Well, yeah, these doors do open, but not without God taking you through this season of, are you still dealing with that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like when I was under that tree and where I'm looking at all of this stuff with the hands, the feet, the, all of that church body, are you still dealing with that? And if you are come to me, seek me and I will tell you that secret and mystery that you need to know to get rid of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it personally for myself with the flesh and the family and, you know, things that's usually my, you know, my go-to. The Lord is like, I know that you've gotten better, but we're going to go deeper. And are you going to do that again? It's these card catalogs, you know, these, these books that the enemy has written on you over your life. The familiars. The familiars, right? So I had a vision years ago, long story short, in this vision, I was in a library, a big card catalog thing, hundreds of drawers, right? Jesus is behind me and he says, baby, open that one. Get Grab that right there. I pull out this one drawer and I turn it sideways and I'm looking at it. And Christ says to me, that's all he's got. So he's like, I'm going to teach you how to deal with each and every book that he has brought to you to check out of the library. And we're going to burn them one at a time. And so that's what I was teaching at the table. And so in these times and seasons, what book is being checked out again? The enemy's like, here, get this book, go take it to the front and check it out. Do you really want to, or do you want to take that book and go burn it? So if we can recognize the things that are coming at us, he's trying to hand to us, he's trying to hand it to us. And now at first it was one book, then it was two books. Now he's got a stack of books and God's like, listen, I've prepared you for the stack. Can you resist all? Mm -hmm. Can you resist all? Let's go deeper Mm. and let's burn that off. So those are, those are things that we've, I feel like that's what I've been ministering to is helping people go through and go back to their places of healing. Like when was the first time fear ever entered? When was the first time you remember anxiety? When was the first time you ever remember feeling like rejection or lack of control and you wanted to scream? So it's helping people go back in these times and seasons Mm -hmm. that keep coming up and encouraging them. Hey, listen, I'm going through the same thing right now. You know, in my ministry, like ministering, all I kept saying was, listen, you're not alone. You're not alone. I may not be going through what you're going through, but let me tell you what God is bringing me through right now. Yeah. And that's been that season, you know, of, of recognizing those, those things to just stop it, you know, like go to that deeper level so that you're not dealing with it the same way can deal with it faster, Mm -hmm. you know, as you heal, um, season by season in these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. God is always calling us to deeper levels of surrender. You know, no matter where we're at in our walk, there's always deeper we can go. And I think that that's something that might be discouraging depending on how you look at it. But I see it as incredibly encouraging because I'm like, even if you're like, okay, I got it. The Holy Spirit's very quickly like, no, you don't. Oh, I didn't see that there, you know, and it's like, he's always shining light into deeper recesses of our hearts. 
you know, and um, so, I mean, I guess the thing I was going to ask, but you're kind of answering it, Shannon, was like, it was this whole area of like surrender within the body of Christ. Was it a specific thing or was it, hey, ask God where and then be obedient to that surrender? And it sounds more like it's that more than a specific like surrender. All of us need to fast, you know, like, which I would have said, uh, yeah. Shannon, hold well, up. And I'll, I I'll add to that too. I believe mm-hmm. that surrender comes with the idols as well. Yeah. Like I feel like that's just like it's, twofold. Yes. And that's kind of the message mm-hmm. he's been putting together is like, mm-hmm. where is it in your life Go ahead. that you have an idol? So individually, right? So we're we're dealing with the church and individuals, but the, the church body individually, you have to be responsible for your own right? Like it's you and Holy Spirit. Jesus went away to be with his father, us going away to be with our father. Our father is the one that brings, like you said, the loving correction. It's never yeah. a condemnation. It's like a correction going, oh, okay. I didn't see that. I mean, or it can I, hurt. I Absolutely. That, it can right? stain, you know, and but... then you go back into it and you're in this place. If you're surrendered, you're in this place of thankfulness. There's a humility mm-hmm. in going to your dad going, okay, I know I'm off. Where am I off? Where do I need corrected? what's going on um, in that place. And then as the body coming together with everything, you know, we started off this show with like Israel and stuff, everything that is out there, if we are not surrendered and we're not ready, how do we join together to do what the father asks us to do? If the government rests on his shoulders and we are the houses of Holy Spirit, you know, and we're the ones praying for these governmental levels, these, you know, for Israel, for our home churches, for our leaderships, our local pastors, pastor or um, deacons and elders and you know women's ministries and uh, you know giving ministries uh, that that type of thing if we're not fighting you know what i mean like in this place of surrender how do we help the body in general you know and pray for them mm. so i know that day it was i laid on that hammock and dealt with me and then dealt with the leadership in the churches the church body around the world you know let's listen He's, he's telling us something and we're not picking up the clue phone. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's been ringing for a hot minute and we're not picking it up. So that individually, then corporately, because we have to be responsible. Our mind and our, our soul, our spirit, we all have to be like, it has to be one right now so that we can fully see, you know, clearly hear, clearly speak clearly for the father. It's not us speaking. It's not our flesh speaking but surrendering everything and allowing all of the hurts and all of that to go away so that the vessel in which pops wants to use is a clear vessel to be able to speak to the body of Christ in encouragement and love and strategy, Hmm. you know, prayer strategy for the next season. Yeah. You know, I, something I, I really find difficult personally is like the, and I don't know that there's a balance, um, but there's God's like, okay, this is, this is, what I'm calling you to do and you get marching orders for me, there's always this tension between surrender and um, what do I, how do I call it? Surrender and planning or surrender and in, in oh. control of like, okay, how much is in my control? What am I supposed to grab a hold of versus uh, how just surrendering? And I constantly feel like if this is the benchmark, I'm either exceeding how much control I'm supposed to have or undershooting. <laughs> and it's this constant, just like, Overcorrection, undercorrection, overcorrection, undercorrection. But I used to be really hard on myself with that, but I know that that is that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Because the more you do that, 
the more you can look back at things that you used to struggle with or the level you used to struggle with. And now the heat's been turned up. The ante has been upped by yeah. God. And now suddenly the things that were difficult are easier. And mm -hmm. now, at, but sometimes it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to look at it from that perspective. Cause all we're seeing is ourselves struggling with like, you know, doing too much, doing too little, doing too much, doing too little. And, and then, you know, so I think, you know, as I've gotten older, being able to have the maturity to step back and be like, hang on, like, just chill out, bro. Like, mm -hmm. like, look at, look at how far God is taking you in this, you know? Yes, how so, Absolutely. Yeah. That's so good. Yep. So, well, I would love for you guys to pray for people specifically into this thing. Cause, um, this is just what, man, it's just, just like on God's heart. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to start first? Okay. Start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one more thing. I, I kept seeing nine one ones like everywhere. And I just knew God was calling me to pray. And when I went into prayer, that's when he gave me a word about idols and repent was like mm -hmm. in, it was like in my spirit, like um, resounding, like repent, repent, repent. And I was just like, whoa, you know? So, I mean, I just feel like God is not playing around. Oh, nice. Like he is not playing and he's, you know, we obviously see what's going on. Like the, the issue in Israel, like this mm -hmm. is, serious stuff mm -hmm. that's happening and we cannot play church we can't play individually we need to go to the father in an intimate place and ask what we are to do um and what is the church to do like where are we missing it mm -hmm. you know yeah so yeah that's just my final thoughts on that but anyways okay yeah Oh, Lord Jesus, we just thank you and praise you for this time together. Lord, we just thank you for revealing your heart to us this week. Lord, we thank you even through just trying to walk this walk and just crucifying our flesh and being revealed things that we need to see. Lord, I just thank you for your grace and your mercy, that you're so kind when you do correct us, Lord. And right now, tonight, I just pray for everyone, Lord, that's been in the same battle and the same struggle, Lord. I just pray that you would reveal to them what it is that they need to see because, Lord, we face things so that you can expose it, so we can yeah. deal with it, and then it can it can be done, Yes, at least at that level, Lord. So, Lord, I pray that through this, Lord, that this has just been a place of transparency and that where others can just take this fight that they may have been experiencing and not realizing what was going on, Lord, I pray that they can take that struggle to you right now and, and that you would reveal it, Lord, that you are the one that reveals all of the mysteries to us, Lord. And so I just thank you for your grace and your kindness in that. And, Lord, I just pray... Um, with idols, Lord, I thank you for the reminder to lay them down. I thank you that you've helped me this week to see any that I had in my heart, Lord. And again, I just pray for that as well for anyone, Lord, that you would just help them to see what we might be holding on to too tightly, that we're devoting our time, our energy, our heart, our mind to, and not just seeking first the kingdom, sitting in your presence, being still and knowing that you're God. Lord, I just, I just want to release that. And I pray that over everyone, Lord, in um, your precious name. Amen. Lord Jesus, I just bless you and praise you and thank you for things as, as my sister said, that were revealed things in our flesh that are afflictions that we don't understand. 
Lord God, I thank you that you are so faithful to bring them up to the forefront. I thank you, Father God, you bring them so that they can be dealt with. I thank you, Father God, that even though um, they may come forward and even though the, the, they seem contagious, it seems like it's contagious and it goes from one person to the next to the next and it seems like it's never ending. You are always the end to all of these afflictions. You are the end to the worshiping of idols. You are the end to our flesh. We thank you, Lord God, that your word tells us to crucify our flesh, to pick up our cross daily and to follow you. Come in seeking you. Spend time with you in the morning. Spend time with you in the car doing dishes. I just want to set somebody free with, um, I just feel like somebody's saying like, but I, I'm terrible with reading my Bible. I'm terrible with with uh, seeking time and secret place time with the Lord. I, I just want to free you right now. Um, just, I just feel like the Lord is like, you need to be free that your conversation with me can be an all day conversation. Maybe yes. you're a brand new right. mom and maybe you've got young children and your day is constantly being moved right, left, up, down. And you just feel like you don't have time for everything. But, but the Lord just wants you to know that the simple thank you or the simple, I love you is time with him knowing that you've acknowledged him during the day. So I thank you, Lord, for that release over whoever that is right now, Father God. And I, I just glorify you and bless you that you release condemnation. Um, Father, as we were speaking earlier, Jeff had brought up that it, it, it's it's a correction. It's not a, con it's not a condemnation. And so, Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you that your correction is loving. Yeah. It's a conviction. It's a, oh gosh, I don't want to hurt your feelings, Jesus. I don't want to hurt your feelings, Father God. Oh, Holy Spirit, I, I did miss that. But but we pick it up. And you are so faithful. Your, your word is so merciful. You are so gracious to us that you forgive us as soon as we see it, as soon as we repent of it, and then you release it and we don't have to hang on to it any longer. Mm -hmm. So Lord, I just thank you for that. Lord, corporately, I just want to speak to the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say, repent. There are places that we as the body of Christ have taken for granted, that we as the body have, of Christ have taken that it's a daily thing that we do. It's a daily thing that we do. It's just something, it's passe. It's, it's, it, there's, it's apathetic. And God is trying to show us like it's not apathy anymore. It's not just passe. It's not something I've got checklists on Sunday. I've got this to do on Wednesday. Well, Saturday I'm going to serve here. And, you, and we're doing it without a heart to serve. The Lord is saying, church, I need you to pick up the clue phone. This is a time to get on your knees. Pray for your nation. Pray for your nation. We have wars that are coming. We have wars that are coming. We have things that are coming that if the body of Christ is not surrendered, if they do not humble themselves before me, I, the Lord God, am coming with my righteous right arm. I am coming with my righteous right arm. Judgment is being made and I am coming for the church. I am coming for the church, says the Lord. And when I come for the church, it will be exposed. So he, he is giving, I feel him, he's giving a chance right now. Repent, repent, repent. Come to the cross, repent, leave it at the foot. Leave it at the foot. The Lord is saying, leave it at the foot. Leave your children with me. I love them more than you do. Leave your denomination with me. I love you. I love you. I love it more than you. I love it to the point where I know I th I'm thankful for it. He's like, he's thankful for den den denominations bringing his beloved, but he's like, listen, I'm not doing denominations anymore. I'm doing me. And he's asking us to lay it down, lay down the schedules, lay down, lay down these, these, um, I just keep seeing schedules, lay down schedules, lay down schedules, come to me, 
Come to me, come to me. I, the Lord God, am going to make all things straight. I, the Lord God, am going to make everything new, everything new. So lay down the old so that I may make it new in Jesus' name. Church, I just feel his heart so heavily right now. He's like, please come to me. Lay your hands to my, lay your hands at the foot of the cross. Lay your feet at the foot of the cross. Lay your mouths at the foot of the cross. Lay your praises, raise your praises, raise your praises. Give the intimacy. Come to me. Come to me. He is wanting us to serve, walk, speak, praise, and be intimate with him in a whole new way. A whole new way. Hmm. And he says, I am dealing with the flesh. Much is coming. Much is coming that the flesh will not understand. It will not understand. Leave the flesh at the foot of the cross and let your spirit man rise. Come to me in prayer, supplication, and praise in this coming season. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. And that is the word of the Lord. <laughs> Lord God, glory be mm. Thank you. It was just an encouragement. You are not going through this alone, mm -hmm. and he is not going to turn his back. Never is he going to turn his back. You always have a place to come and lay your head so that he may stroke your hair and tell you that everything is going to be okay. Trust and believe, surrender in this season. He is there for you as a loving father. Your bridegroom is there for you, awaiting for you to come to be intimate with him. And Holy Spirit is so ready to lead you in this next season. It's going to be new. It's going to be different. You've never done what he's asking you to do. The doors that are opening require different. Yeah, that's good. They require different. So I just feel the Lord wants to encourage you in that. In Jesus' name. Mm. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. That's good. <sighs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> just kind of like Woo. hanging out for a sec. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Man, that's good. That's really good. Um, I don't know. I love, I love episodes like this where it's just kind of like, yeah, we have something we want to talk about, you know, but I just think like you could even, I think the exciting thing about just surrendering is that what comes out as a result is, is always better than I expected. Um, where I'm like, even if I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then, but then as you yield to the spirit, I'm like, Dude, no, it wasn't great. It was like great times infinity, like whatever that is, you know? And um, yeah, it's just, there's great reward in surrendering. And I think that, you know, I obviously like define reward, you know, but like, I think what we get as a result of surrendering, like the lie is that when you surrender, it's not going to be as good as you wanted it to be, or it's not mm -hmm. going to happen the way that you wanted it to happen. And that is actually true. But when God is at the helm of, you know, your destiny and your future, uh, 
it's always going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always going to be unexpected. It's always going to be in, in the best possible ways. And yeah, it means discomfort. It means all these other things, but, um, but it's, it's not like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's just, it's, it's always, awesome, man. Like, no, it's just always better. It's always better. Yeah. I love it. I love that you said great times infinity. And when you said that, the Lord said great times eternity. Great times eternity. Because he's <laughs> eternal, right? So yeah. all of that goodness is eternal. It's not yeah. a stop and go. Yeah, 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 totally. And I just think that like this, these types of messages, I think are going to continue to pop up. Yeah the remainder of the year, but also I think into next year, just a reminder to people like guys, like just let go. Like, and yeah. it, it, even if God is asking you to do something and it just doesn't make financial sense or it doesn't make right. sense at all, it doesn't even have to be financial sense. Right. Just be obedient. Like you don't have to, like God can have you walking through stuff like he is right now. That stuff that I enjoy, but I'm like, I don't know what this is going to, lead to i like it doesn't some of these things i'm doing don't make sense it doesn't like they don't uh but it's not my job to know like he right. he gives you what you need mm -hmm. and then go do it you know so yeah, yeah he's uh, teaching you obedience and yeah. immediate obedience yeah and, and if you just know he's good and he's faithful mm -hmm. You're not going to make a step and he's not going to like be there with you. Right. And also like, let's also be honest too. I mean, for those that are like stressed out about making the wrong move, you're not that powerful. Like, no. like when you're following the Lord, like you're not that powerful to, to like derail his plans. Like, Oh, Shannon blew it. You know, like for this <laughs> one little measly thing, she blew it. You know, I can't use her anymore. I just think that like, um, especially when your aim is to hear God yeah. and to honor him and to please yeah. him and you make a wrong move. God knows that God knows your heart, you know, like just course, correct. You know, yeah, if you need to repent, repent, yes. just, just course, correct. You know, and that's exactly what I was going to say, if you yeah. like the heart of David, like, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're walking and you're doing your best to walk in holiness and righteousness, but, and you're catching yourself as soon mm -hmm. as you do something and you're repenting or as soon as you yeah. say something, Lord, because your heart is so open and circumcised for him, uh -huh. you know, that you're doing your best to walk in that place. And God yep. honors that and sees that. Yep. And it's a redemptive thing. Like being obedient brings on redemption. So in all, everything that we talked about with the afflictions of the flesh and surrender and all of that, obedience brings redemption. You mm -hmm. know, you said that earlier. That's something that um, that's actually the the year of rise and set is the year of redemption. Mm -hmm. um, like the next refine is called refine redemption. Nice. And so that, you know, it's just like helping people see the, um, the just the obedience throughout your beginning relationship with the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. those campfire chats and tent talks to coming into intimacy behind the veil to looking in the mirror, that refined reflection, looking at yourself to bring you to the places of redemption. And then you start all over again in a new yeah. season. So that's, um, that like when you said that earlier, it sparked, I like hit her. I was like, there it is. Awesome. Redemption. Sweet. Didn't even know. Yeah. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Yep. Um, awesome. Well, how can people follow you guys? And uh, all that good stuff. 
Yeah, risingsetministries.com, risingsetministries at Gmail. You can get a hold of us there. Um, keep an eye out on Rise and Set um, on Facebook because we actually just released our date for Refine Redemption. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be January 19th and 20th um, that we will have our like women's conference. Um, awesome. You know, where we have so any updates of anything, if you if you are interested in following Rise and Set, any updates will be on Facebook. You'll see that there a lot. And we're in Ohio. Yes, we are in Ohio. Ohio. So guys, if if you want to go and follow Rise and Set, we made it super easy. You just go down to the description under follow Rise and Set Ministries Mm -hmm. and you can follow them there. You Mm -hmm. can click the link and all that good stuff. Abby, Mm -hmm. tell people one more time about the latest release. You can get your copy today. Um, and if you're a school and you're interested in me, I go to visit and teach kids about the character trait in the book. So just contact me on there, but there's free activities. All my information's there. Ambitiousabby.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, personal to whatever. Just look my name up. And also it's noting, especially if you haven't heard her say this before, but if you work in a public school that's non-Christian, the books are catered towards that type of an environment using biblical yeah. principles, but not overtly, I guess, like a Christian book. I mean, technically, I mean, again, as an artist, I, I'm trying not to go down a huge wormhole of like, <laughs> like, what does even a Christian artist mean? You know, like well, what is Christian art? You know? Yeah, so it's about his nature and character, but used yeah. Uh, from a perspective that you can go into public arenas that are non-Christian and still teach. So mm-hmm. anybody who wants to reach out to Am- uh, Abby, I almost called you ambitious Abby. Cause that's what you are. Uh, <laughs> she is ambitious Abby. Uh, yeah. Just reach out to her that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we want to get this far and wide. Yeah. So that's all these little kiddos. They need it. Yep. That's right. We that's need right. to get foundation in them. Amen. So thank you so much. He's back. What's that? We're getting virtues and values back. Come on. That's it. Absolutely. So um, thank you ladies so much. It's always so great having you guys on. I just love, love hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Love being here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So everybody have a blessed Monday. Tune in tomorrow. We've got Andrea Hobart back, the Disney princess herself. Um, And so I can't wait. She's great. It's going to be a great time. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, elijahstreams.com slash donate is how you guys donate. And we so appreciate you guys' generosity. And, uh, we, you know, going beyond that, digging wells all across the world because of you guys. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow with Andrea Howard at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.